Hey guys, just wanted to give everybody a bit of a heads up. We had a small issue with the microphones for about eight or nine minutes in this episode, but then we resolved it. So just give, bear with us and uh, it gets fixed pretty quick. Thanks, guys. Hey everybody, how's it going? It is the Fancy Rugby Yanks. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Bowden. It's a fun week two even. Good God, we just keep having so much fun with this World Cup. Hope everybody's having fun with it. Oh, I'm having a blast right now. I bet you are. <laughs> yeah, well, it sounds like you had too much of a blast this oh, weekend. We got, yeah, I, I was at a, a wedding down in New York City, and uh, we, we reminded ourselves that we're not as young as we used to be. <laughs> We're, we're in our 30s. We're nearly 40. You're fun. nearly 40. Yeah. Um, well, these are my friends. You know, my friends are all about uh, Fair enough. And, uh, yeah, they, they we're like, all right, let's 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 pace ourselves. And, and you can pace yourself for a little bit, but over the course of, like, five, six hours, it's hard. it adds up. Mm, yes, that it, that it definitely does. That it definitely does. So, yeah, waking up tomorrow and, and getting out the door of the hotel and, and working my way back up. Driving. Boston. No. Driving with a hangover is the worst thing. It was, yeah, it was pretty bad. Thing. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Flying's bad. It's a it's a tough one too between those two things. That's for sure. Yeah. So, um, I, I will not be nearly as emphatic when it's time to do the thing that I think we're about to do. Yeah. Well, we don't have to be that emphatic. It's okay. We can <laughs> we can we can we can take it easy. We really drink once. I like we pound back five sitting here. True. We're not uh, we're not goody. <laughs> I think he. Put, I swear to God, that guy probably puts the six pack down during a, during a pod. I'm just like, oh, I, would oh, I would expect nothing less. <laughs> All right. Speaking of, let's let's break in. Guys, keep, please keep the downloads coming. You guys are doing awesome. We love you guys for doing doing what you're doing. Subscribe to us. Yeah, I mean, hey, we'll take the downloads either way. Um, subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. Um, send us a review. We'll give the email and our Twitter at the end of the show and all that good stuff. And ask us questions. Seriously, yeah. we're, we're, we're available on Twitter. Um, right. If, if, especially with the way these weeks are. Yeah, it's tough to. Are playing out. It's midweek. You know, we can only we're not we're not rearranging our, our lives to, to pod for, for each game week. Of, yeah. Of the rugby well, we would have had to rearrange that for the middle of the night this past week. Exactly. So. <laughs> Yeah, so if you have any questions midweek or, or leading into next week's, uh, you know, the, the next game week, please don't don't hesitate to, to shout us out and, and, right. and see what we have to say. Right. And we will we will be uh, welcoming. It's tomorrow's October. Guess what that means? 18 more days, and we're playing some Premiership Rugby again. Oh, that'll be fun. Um, Although, yeah, it would be, it'll be interesting, especially without the, uh, the, the World Cup players. Right. But at the same time, I it, it'll be nice to... There'll be some players that'll be really miffed about being left home, so uh, yeah. they're going to be motivated, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I feel bad for anybody that's in the likes of their way. Uh, yeah. uh, Gloucester. Go Gloucester heavy. Oh, God, yeah. There's, a, there's, a, there's so many players. Like The only guys they're missing are some of the South African guys and the, and the Italian guys. That's it. And nobody, nobody on the English plane. Right. Uh, Willie Hines. That's it. Willie Hines. They can do, with, they can do all right without Pelletri. Yeah. Um, they have, but they yeah they have um, Simpson for yeah. a scrum half, so they'll be they'll be fine. Exactly. They, they'll be just fine. Work. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll talk more extensively about it next week probably. Um, we will be doing both uh, FRD and the Rugby Mag 
uh, leagues this year. Uh, I did discover something fun on FRD this morning, just kind of hunting around. So they've given two options to either do a hooker and a prop as a position or to do the front row like we've done before. Oh, I like that. So there's two options there. So that's that's at least good variety to have. You know, I like the, I like the variety is the spices of life. And we'll have to have our, our internal conversations about which way we want to go on that. Yeah, we can we can figure that one out for sure. But we will we will do our own league, and if anybody's interested in joining, tweet at us, email us. We will uh, we'll welcome you, welcome you on board as always. Uh, are you continuing to enjoy this little upgrade of ours? Yeah, it oh, is. Yeah, this the <laughs> it, I can't imagine trying to put this stuff together like as piece by piece as we've had to over the weeks without this upgrade because I, mean, I I'd lose my mind. Right, the premiership was was one thing. They they kind of all put their lineups out at the same time. At once, yeah. It's all on Twitter. It's all very easily accessible. Whereas it's not really the way it's working out in uh, um, the World Cup. In the World Cup, and you have to go find each nation's accounts and, and all that stuff so yeah uh, it's it's much nicer to be able to, mm-hmm. to see the lineups like we're looking you know i can look over here and hey i can see the new zealand versus canada lineup mm-hmm. lineup so i know that my recent signing of george bridge means jack shit <laughs> oops okay. i'll be all right that, that was a long-term <laughs> investment anyway yeah uh-huh 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 yeah it, i mean the rugby world cup twitter feed does do a, a decent job of getting as many lineups into their and mm-hmm. in, you know into their graphics as possible but but then they also fuck around and did like a superhero lineup i know and so it's like hard to like catch it all it's like damn it no 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 no. Right. they also put the grinch in that superhero yeah, lineup i was just like okay you messed that one up and sorry last time i checked thanos was not a he's not a superhero villain. <laughs> yes what is wrong with you people? Right. Come on, man. Who's who's in charge of that account? Let's talk. <laughs> um, so, and in a couple weeks' time, we uh, we here in the U.S. have a long weekend, and we'll be doing a live uh, broadcast via YouTube and Twitter, and it'll be with uh, a friend of ours that's played on the international level. I'm not gonna. Those of you that know us probably know who it is. If you don't know who it is, if you don't know us that well, you probably have no idea who the hell we're talking about, and that's okay. Um, we're gonna, we're but we're gonna watch a match live, and uh, basically you're just gonna sit there and be entertained by how stupid we are. Right. If you're a fan of rugby and you're a fan of Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand, this might be a good one for you. Yeah, so it'll be good. Um, I'll try and get two feeds up, one more the 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 Talking Heads rear view, and then the one the one where you actually have to look at our ugly mugs. Yeah, that'll be a that'll be a hideous one, but <laughs> somebody's gonna want to at least see our terrible facial expressions. <laughs> yeah, and, and we'll let you know what which game we're gonna be watching. Yes, it won't be live. No, we'll no, no. We will be live. The match won't be live. We might. We'll probably actually. There's a good chance that we know the result of it, but right. you know that the it is what it is. We'll still be uh, making our comments on it and get an international player's view of it, which will be pretty cool. So yeah, that'll happen in a few weeks' time, and that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. Um, not a lot of news and notes. Anything, anything that you've picked up on your end, other than like bands and stuff like that, which we can talk about as we go through the games. We'll get through it, but but I'm I'm very happy that the uh, the U.S. took my advice. Uh, yeah, that I gave midweek. So, yeah. uh, we'll, <laughs> yes, we'll get, that, so. we'll get to that. Um, okay, so we both we both have a few apologies to make, and I will. I will. Hey, hey, I'll I'll make mine first. I'll you know, ladies first. So I'll go. I'll go. Um. Because I definitely uh, caught to a, uh, a many a screw up in the last couple of weeks. Actually, um, I feel really ashamed because I pride myself on not being this bad, but my goodness, I was bad. 
Um, clearly, I was under the influence. Um, Tolulatu does not play for the Brumbies. He plays for the Waratahs. I knew this, but I still said Brumbies because I was thinking Falafanga like an idiot. Oh, my God. I can't believe you made that mistake, <laughs> Yeah, and you definitely made that mistake, too, so shut up. <laughs> um, it's I know it's it's... I said Ken PC, it's two C PC that's on oh, that's on the yeah. team. I screwed that one up. Um, Mr. Himeno's first name is not Koisuke, it's Kazuki, oh, and I messed yeah. that. Uh, so I uh, and I can <laughs> I read. I swear to God, I read. But and I actually knew how to pronounce that yeah. name, but my brain just didn't want to put the words to, the word together. That's all. Couldn't help myself. Um, I screwed the Al Alatello brothers. And I flipped them. They're twins. I couldn't help it, man. <laughs> well, these are people that we're not normally talking about. No. So. Yeah. Even though we do super rugby, but at the same time, it's it's on a it's, it's kind of a different scale. It's it's definitely a different scale. And then, um, so apparently, Will Hooley is no longer employed by Northampton Saints. He actually is owned outright by Bedford Blues now. So I did not know that. So somebody in the Premiership buy Will Hooley, please. Yeah. <laughs> so we can have so we can root for him again in the Premiership. Um. So yeah. And then I, I I doubted the Japanese, and I apologize for that, and putting. And I will take my uh, take my foot and insert. So yeah, you have nothing to apologize for there. Um, it's uh, you're not alone in picking again Ireland and every, pretty much everybody and their mother picked them. The there only reason did, yeah. I picked the, I picked them because I thought they had a chance, and I, I was clear about that. They have a chance with their style of play. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just my disdain for Ireland, um, but it, it is the 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 way Ireland plays. They're vulnerable to anybody who decides to like not get into their game. Mm-hmm. That's the the trick that Ireland have. They're they're almost like hypnotists, where they get you that you want to play crash ball <laughs> rugby. You want to play crash ball <laughs> rugby, and fucking Scotland fell into that trap, which was a poor decision on their part. In all in all in all likelihood, right. obviously, and, and a lot of teams try fall into that trap. And and I saw a commentator say. Um, that wonder if this is really the end of multi-phase rugby. And um, I, I read that. It was a tweet. I don't remember who it was. And I just was, what a knob. <laughs> because <laughs> they both teams played multi-phase rugby. Yeah. Japan held the ball for, for forever. Oh, God. They yeah. ran multi-phases, yeah, yeah. but they didn't run. It, it's the, right. it's, what it's the death of is crash ball rugby. And it's, it's the one pass, maybe two away from the breakdown. And you know that's mm. the end of, of the movement. Right. And Ireland made one, I would say, rugby attack where they, I think they went through the forwards, it went out to the back. Like there were like a three, three, three or four passes. And I was shocked. And it did really well. It was like a, it was late in the game. And they maybe got like 20, 30 meters off of it. And then they just went away from it again. So, yeah. and we'll get back into it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm taking, I'm taking right. up the time. But that's no. That's right. Japan knew, how, like, they played their game. They didn't mm-hmm. get sucked in, and they won. So yep. that, that's why. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not not every team can – it's not just as simple as that, and mm-hmm. you win against Ireland. So mm-hmm. so don't get me wrong. It's not simple. You have to be able to execute, and you have to have good talent. By and, far. And Japan did that. So now what do I have to apologize so for? So your apology should be to Mr. Tyke Furlong and to Mr. Keen Healy for calling them dirty players because these are two – not only are these two people, two props that you and you appreciate as – you and I both appreciate it as players that play in the front row. You've spoken glowingly of before. I, I have, and you know, so ignore ignore where they're from, right? But also, let's also put this into the into this basket. You pound the drum for one of the biggest hotheads in rugby, yeah. 
And that's, a, I don't know if it's a little bit hypocritical, whatever the word is, you don't yeah. have much of a leg to stand on to be throw, throwing that type of mud. So, so thank you, owe them just a oh, no. tiny bit I, of an I apology. Will, I will absolutely apologize to them. It was not a uh, uh, an intent of mine to say that they were dirty players. I think you were just a little. I was saying it. Was, I was no. I was calling it a dirty play. That's that's what what I what I meant to say. How I meant this to come out is more that it's not that it's a dirty play. It's that the way the style of play lends itself to putting yourself in a situation where you have to do that. And it's not that I don't think it's a player that's intent. I don't think it was something that they wanted that, that they wanted to happen. It's more of a function of the style of our of, of play of Ireland. It gets people hurt, whether it's intentional or not. And I, I think most of the time it's not intentional, but it's just the, that that style that that crash ball and and play mm-hmm. the tough defense. And as, as I said, using the ruck as an attacking, you know, as an offensive weapon rather than just a way to to maintain your own ball and and that's kind of the way ireland play and it's so yes absolutely i apologize to those two players (laughs) that's not exactly what i meant i meant that that it's really the style of play that pisses me off because i we've seen them when they play for their clubs they don't really do that kind of stuff so it it really is it's it's the uh more the irish coaching than than anything else that i i I disagree with fair enough as long as as we can cop to our issues it's okay um so yeah don't air's cleared we're all done now um, not with the pot. It's not that clear. So, the- <laughs> what did you have for dinner? <laughs> um, chili. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, to the games. Let's the go. Games. Let's get to that. Um, first up. Why am I? Where's my? Where did where'd my notes go? Where'd my notes go? Um, I have them right in front of me, don't I? <laughs> this is bad. <laughs> um, Russia Samoa was um was something that was played basically before we could even post the pod. I mean, actually, yeah. it aired shortly after I posted the pod, but I don't know how many people actually listened to the pod before we got to it. Um, but yeah, not the purdiest game in the world. Mm-hmm. Russia Russia kept bottling it at the end every time. Like They looked like they were getting in, and they'd find a way to screw up the last pass. Samoa ended up you know, just kind of outclassing them because they obviously have players that are playing in either France or Super Rugby or the Premiership, and it was very clear that they had more professionals than these guys did. Yeah. And, you know, so th- th- that comes out in the end. It's just how it is. So good uh, good on Samoa for putting them to the sword, and as they should have. You know, yep. Again, I think R- Russia put their best performance in against Japan probably. So. Yeah, that that's – uh, th- yeah, Russia is really – I think they, they shot their wad. Yep. And uh, th- now you're going to start seeing them. Um, kind of show their shoe colors a yeah, little bit. A little bit. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, no, no, nothing to be held against them. It's they got thrown into the situation they got thrown into. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, uh, quick fancy note. I mean, we're gonna come back to him anyway in a, in a minute here. Anyway, uh, Alapate Leua, big one, big try at the end that I I started him in this one and it propelled me to a big score to start the week off. Yeah, I was did. like, yes, that was huge. Could not. I could not be more excited about the way that that worked out because I threw him in there and Vui last minute, and I ended up getting like twenty five from Vui and like fifty five from Loyua. It was ridiculous. I was like, for last minute changes, tinker tinkering. Yeah, that, that worked out quite well. Um, yeah, and that was the that was the the big one from from that game, if I remember right. Anybody else that really scored big for Samoa that day? I don't think so. Uh, Oh, Kane LaPepe for the, the lock from Hurricanes also scored well. So, too, both locks scored pretty well. Um, 
Yeah, oh, Leo, yeah. Yep. Leo, Leo ended up with 64. Ooh, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Uh, a couple guys lucky to probably escape with not yellow, uh, not red cards in this one. Thank you, Roman Plot. Oh, yeah. He's going to let them kind of go a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, obviously. It, it kind of set the tone for the rest of the week, though. Right. Um, so. Although I, I will say this one thing before we move on, that, that I've noticed the, the trend of French referees mm-hmm. not getting big games in this not, with not his, getting the exception of Garces and the All Blacks, but that didn't end up being that big a game. Right. Because... And, well, who had Aussie wa- Australia Wales? Um, was that was that plot? No. No. It was. Why am I having a hard time with this right now? Um. Yeah, that might have been plot actually. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. So that was a that was a big one. Right. And I, I, I actually that... found myself agreeing with him a lot, and we'll get into it when we get. You into shut this. your mouth. But at the, but then, <laughs> well, trust me, I ate my words afterwards. Right. After a while, I was like, mm, I shouldn't have said that. So yeah, it was a. But anyway, um, yeah. Samoa Samoa take care of Russia in the in their first in their first match, and they uh, get a bonus point out of it. So good on them. Fiji and Uruguay. Oh my. Uh, to the Uruguayans, abs- well done, boys. Well done, well done to our fellow Amer- American qualifiers. Yes, seriously, that was yes, a, boys. An incredible performance on their part. Yeah, and you know, t- I texted with a friend, and the, when I when we saw this, he said, "Yeah, Fiji should have smashed them." I'm like, "You're right, they should have absolutely smashed them." One, their kicking game was off. I think they hit one out of seven, mm-hmm. and some of those you should be able to hit drunk. So, so <laughs> that did not that did not bode well. Once no. that started to happen, I was like, "I don't get a good feeling from this." Well, it was also that the, uh, for the first 30 minutes of the match, it was back and forth. One team would score either, a, a, I don't remember if it was tries or, or penalty kicks exactly, but they were scoring, and then they'd go and, and the other they'd score. The other team would kick off, get it down deep in the, in the other team's end, and then they'd get the ball back and score. Mm. And so then it would just seesaw back and forth like that. Like you'd, People would use their restart as a way, okay, well, we'll just get back into the game. And then Fiji... Um, that was like right around that point, like 25, 30 minutes, where um, Uruguay took the lead, the, the 21-12 lead. And right, it was amazing. It was seesawing back and forth like that until Uruguay scored two straight somehow. Yep. Um, and then that... Yeah, that Diana and Kat got two right. within about three or four minutes of each other. One thing to note, which was fascinating, you were talking about the, the missed kicks. Mm. Um, Mertens was, was the, the color announcer. And I... I love Andrew Mertens. Love color announcers who provide actual insight into the game <laughs> amazing right fascinating and and he was saying that the because and he's a, obviously a fantastic kicker in his own right legendary <laughs> you're right yep, that'd be a word i would might use there <laughs> now he's talking about the balls that the, the, these world cup balls and he said it's fascinating to see they don't veer much like a lot of these players they use that that draw or the fade mm-hmm. or, or the hook to you know, on their kick, they'll they'll try to put a little bit of English on it to to get it to to do what they want it to do, and he says it's not doing that very well. So the the kicks are are just on. are just going dead straight, and so the players are are having trouble responding. I saw a couple that yeah, they're they're curving a little bit, but certainly not as much as um, the 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 kicker wants them to. And in some cases, they put a little bit too much. They kind of overcompensate, or mm-hmm. they maybe if they get it just wrong, um, it's going yeah. who the hell knows where and right. and. and so it's fascinating to see the the, the insight and, and that it proved true. He was talking mm. about this happening right before Fiji missed a kick. <laughs> yeah, well, and I mean, in contrast, that Perkezi missed one, and mm-hmm. I think he had about he had about six or seven himself, and he played an outstanding game as well. Um, 
Juan Manuel Cat probably had no business being on the field by the end of the game. He was he looked pretty broken. He did eventually get subbed off at halftime, but or um, no, because they they reversed that, didn't they? Yeah, he he can get subbed off till about sixty minutes in or so. Mm. But yeah, yikes. He he looked pretty broken, but he he gave it all. Uh, yeah, the Uruguayans just threw it all into that, and I give them all the credit in the world. You know, they caught the Fijians napping for sure. You know, I think the Fijians definitely put a team out that well, they probably shouldn't right. have. Right. Well, the yeah, I think the Fijians were a little yeah they 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 certainly played down, and I I, I have a feeling that they're kind of um, even going into that match, they were they might be a little bit questioning themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think once yeah. Uruguay really started showing that they weren't going to back down, Fiji didn't respond well. No, no. They kind of said, "Oh, I'm not really ready for a fight," right. and and kind of right. turtled. No, and and you know, this, so we I mean, talked they fought about back, but still, yeah. it was it was a little too little, too late. A little too late. Um, yeah, if they'd hit like two or three kicks, this game would have been completely different. Uh, something that came through that we talked about with the U.S., but also kind of. Can't forget the, about this. Uruguay have a lot of professional players now because they all play in the MLR, a lot of, or a lot of them do at least. And good on them. I mean, this is clearly something like that. So why doesn't that translate through. to the American team? <laughs> uh, well, they also played a much stiffer competition. Right, so. right. Yeah, and that was not a good game. We And we'll talk about that in a little bit here. Um, for for the Uruguayans, yep, Perkezi had 35 that game. Uh, one of their second rows. Um Lindekar had a 32. Uh, their scrum half put in two good performances actually this past week. Arata uh, played really well. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll talk about that when we get to fantasy stuff. But, yeah, pretty good on him. Uh, the Fijians, uh, Voka was somebody we, we spoke highly about. Obviously, Nakarawa turned in a decent day. Matawalu got two tries, so that obviously balloons his numbers. Um both both locks end up with decent days. I mean, they had some good fantasy scores because they were carrying the ball well. But right. They weren't finishing well, and obviously their kicks were going whoops yeah. the wrong way. I mean, you can look at um, Ben Volvola and Matavesi, and both of their scores are pretty hideous. Mm-hmm. So that that that's where that's where the problem lies, right there, <laughs> right there. So uh, good on good on the Uruguayans. They. They get their first big win in the World Cup. I know they've had wins before, but this is obviously a huge one for them. So uh, good on the Uruguayans, and uh, welcome to the club of the team of beating the team in the top fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> um, really good stuff. Okay, and then what the hell did I just do? There we go. Um, thinking out here. Um, okay, and then we had. Italy and Canada, and this was not the same type of result. Unfortunately, no, this was uh, this was a walk. Yeah, Italy. I, I mean, wow. I mean, Italy. I don't know if they were angry or they just were not leaving any doubt or whatever it was. But or the Canadians, there's another option. Canadians didn't play very well either. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Canadians didn't play very well. <laughs> let's let's go there. <laughs> yeah. No, they were they were they seemed to be a mess. They couldn't finish a try to save their life. No, they, they had probably they, three or four easy opportunities to get over the line, and they just botch them. Yeah, they're Ugh. they they weren't they're not like they're not terrible. They're just not finishing. Like, Mm-mm. um, nope. Van Vendermer had a made he had some great runs, and really opened up space, and then 
maybe throw an offload that went at a touch or or went behind a player, and it wasn't maybe his fault. Maybe the player wasn't in position. He wasn't communicating. They weren't communicating well. Probably a little bit of both on many, many right. options. And 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 I'm not just and I'm I'm just naming him because I, I remember him making several amazing yeah. runs. Yeah, he has some and, good ones. And he's easy to spot with the. Uh, the bleach blonde. Yes, he so is. <laughs> extremely easy to spot. So it's easy to see when it's him that's involved in a play that doesn't go well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was one. I think it was Heaton that was looking to get the offload for the finish, and he completely botched it. And I don't remember who the hell broke the line. Maybe Ardron, but yeah, no, <laughs> nobody could finish for the Canadians. Finally, um, somebody who was it, uh, Co that got over in the corner there. Um, yeah, yeah. So Canadians just seem to be allergic to the try line. Uh, Sears Duru got his fiftieth cap, so good on good on him. Big big old Yay. prop from uh, from Canada. Uh, real quick on this on this note, then we'll move on. Um, move on to fan, to the fantasy aspects really quickly on that one as well. Um, did the Canadians possibly make a slight error in tying themselves to MLR in the United States with only one Canadian team? They kind of have two with Seattle, right? But in not like trying to at least. Forge their own eight team league, six team league of some sort. Well, I, it's, it's a conversation it to ask. Them. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I would like. I would much rather see uh, expansion into Canada than continued expansion in the U.S. Um, mm. with the MLR because yeah. we we have enough. There's enough teams in the U.S. We can't support as that many, and we can help support the MLR in Canada. That 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 could be an easy partnership. Yeah, that's, but, a, that's something possible because it's it's good for both of our countries. So I, I would like to see something where, where instead of having, you know, at this point we, we have enough teams in the U.S. And, and I know you're going to want one in D.C. You're going to want one in New York. There gonna, one, there's one in D.C. Right, but I'm saying that oh, you, okay. you have to have that. Yeah. Like the, the first. There's teams that you need. <laughs> right. You, I mean, you can only have so many, you know, like. Uh, Utahs. Utahs. And Utahs like and, yeah. yeah, and Texans and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You, you have to, if the money's not exactly there. So they're going to have to expand into the, the large markets of, of the big cities. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, the player there would be many more players that would be available to for a competitive squad if there was more incorporation of, of Canada into right. it. So maybe get a West Coast team either in Edmonton or in Vancouver, something like something that. Something like that. Yep. That, that might not be. Oh, a Vancouver idea, Seattle rivalry. Could you imagine that? That'd that, be kind of fun. That would be a lot of fun. That'd be kind of fun. All right. So can it? Here you go, Canada. We solved your problem. There you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for the Italians, um, man of the match, Jake Pelletri. He says, "Give me a goddamn starting shirt." Would Seriously, you? <laughs> what does he got to do? <laughs> uh, he was, you know, he didn't get over the line, but man, he set up pretty much everything good that the Italians did. Right, so forty-five points without scoring a single try—that's uh, that says a lot. That's a, that's a lot. Uh, Dean Bud and Stain both get over. Dean Bud, the big old uh, Kiwi-born lock. Mm. I think he's Kiwi-born. Um, yeah, a lot of forwards had a day. Negri, mm-hmm. um, Stain, Stain, Paledri, Bud. Uh, yeah, there was some good scores. Barely ended up having a decent day. Yep. Um, he was yeah he was a menace. So good on the Italians for you know putting out being able to put out a somewhat change squad and still being able to put up a nice number. So good on them at least. Yep. You know they they could have easily got caught napping just like the Fijians they did. They could have. So uh, good on them. Uh, yeah, Italy beat the pants off Canada forty eight to seven. Speaking of the pants beat getting beat off, yeah. Oh boy, this was not a fun watch. It was embarrassing. England and USA. Just embarrassing. I, you know, I, I had missed it. My, uh, but we were we were watching together, and and my wife mm-hmm. stops like pits pause. She's like, "Wait, go back and listen to what that referee just said," because <laughs> this was late in the game, and and so it was right after a scrum that that went down. Another scrum that went down, 
Mm. And he's like, all right, boys, we can clearly see that there's class di- there's a class difference here. And he turns to England <laughs> and he's like, you guys need to come up a little bit in the scrum. And he goes to the U.S. and he's like, you guys need to come down a little bit. Yeah. Like, like, England was so far below. Their height was just ridiculous. Right. And and that's a, that's fucking embarrassing mm-hmm. right, to pheasants, uh, <laughs> right? Um, that wasn't intentional. That's just the way. It, it, no, it's, just it's what not, it is. It's, it's fucking embarrassing. But but worse than that um, was uh, the I'd say friend of the pod, but it's not really true. Former teammate of the pod, yeah. Um, John Quill, John Quill, and and his whatever the fuck that was. Um, no arm, shoulder charge no on Howard Farrell's face. Right, <laughs> late. Yeah, <laughs> Let, let's... all on that, on that, on that topic too. Yeah. So, like, I had to, and, and I'm not one. And if, if those of you who follow me on Twitter, thank you. But you'll note, I try to stay away from the hot takes. I have, I have a filter. Yeah. <laughs> that that helps me with it that stop. sometimes. It stops. It's like, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Nope, don't send that. Don't send that. Um, okay, good. Uh, yeah. Sometimes I'll run something by Jared and be, be like. Mm. I, don't, don't get, do that. Don't do a hot take. I'm like, okay, I, I, I want to avoid the hot take, but yeah. I had to. I had to tweet. Um, sometimes you can't stop yourself. And, and just say, not, And sometimes it's not wrong either. Right. I was like, send him the fuck home. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter what the sanctions are. Send Quill home. He's He, he needs to not play for the U.S. anymore. He, this is what he does. He gets carded too often, as it is. Yeah, he has been carded quite a bit in his career. Not right. just U.S., but MLR as well. Yeah. He, he's, he's pretty much a, a constant uh, in the bin, mm-hmm. if not sent off. And at some point, what's the talent that he gives that, that you can't find somebody who maybe, maybe he's not, they're not as fast or as experienced, but you know what they don't do? They, don't, they don't get sent the fuck off mm-hmm. every goddamn game. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Quilly pisses me off. He always has. And uh, <laughs> that, that pretty much was the icing on the cake. Right. So I, I, I made, I sent that tweet and then like, I think it was the next morning it had already happened so i was i was pretty pleased with myself yeah. <laughs> that that i was able to <laughs> make the, myself the know. gods the gods saw it and said let's do it right i'm, I'm sure it was my tweet that said that, that, that changed the, the yeah. decision but no well, people it, people asked about the the length i'm like listen he is not playing again till march anyway so chill out okay he, I, right. I understand your your point in, in terms of the length and it was probably it was a pretty bad one it wasn't a medium it was probably a, a high end, higher end sanction but right. three weeks pretty much takes care of any re- USA players rugby world cup and, so right and i think that was the, probably the deal where where Gary Gold went to them and said i'm sending him home mm-hmm. like no matter what happens he's not he's not going to play again in this world cup and they're like all right then, three weeks then done. three weeks done we'll move on um on the other side uh, <laughs> I don't like him, but man, he racked up a shitload of points. Seventy-two, Ellis Genge, that little scamper that he had. And <laughs> yeah. if you haven't seen this, I think Rugby Pass put out a pretty funny video that was like getting out of work or something like oh, that. Shit. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't help but I felt bad because it's obviously our boys. But man, yeah. I couldn't help but I, laugh watching it. And I, I saw, don't like Ellis Genge that much either. So no. that's how funny it was. Though I, I saw one with that they they did the my heart will go on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they always do so, that. Yeah, little good. things like that. It was, it was great. <laughs> so yeah, uh, England just knocked the crap out of the U.S. A big old forty-five to seven, and um, people will wonder why Owen Farrell was in. Thankfully, nothing big came of it except a small chunk of his yeah. nose got a little. little <laughs> well, that was already off. done. That was that, that was before Quilly got a hold of him. Well, so. And then so no big deal there. Yeah. Um, luckily, but Eddie, I love as, ha- as Eddie said. Luckily, he's not going out looking for ladies because he's married and got a boy. So yeah. <laughs> I did like when Farrell. Got up and was chirping at Quilly. I can only imagine what he was saying, and and my interpretation of it, I couldn't, I can't read lips, but I'm pretty sure what Farrell was saying was, 
Something along the lines of "fuck you." If you were any good, you'd be wearing the green at this tournament. So, <laughs> oh, buzzing. Yeah, that happens. Um, so yeah, England England smacked the crap out of the U.S. and hopefully the U.S. will wake up. I I will say the one thing I was very pleased with in terms of the U.S. Um, Gary Gold has a high standard for this team and expects big things from them. Mm-hmm. And I think Blaine Skelly put a nicer touch on it, but Gary Gold was very outright in saying that was terrible. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I'm happy about that, that he expects better from this team. So hopefully that happens this week. The RGs and the Tongans. Um, Tongans, again, not really getting a whole lot of help with, uh, <laughs> the, scheduling with, the, with the schedule. Yeah. <laughs> and the if, pool. Yeah. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is not, you know, this is another rough game for them. Um, I mean, the Tolosa Vianu look look great. The the Lester fullback, um, but yeah, other than that, he, it was it was pretty much all it was it was all Argentina all day. Um, I don't know if it speaks higher of Urgipaleta or if it speaks lower of Nicolas Sanchez that he played in this game, but uh, good on him. I mean, Creevy didn't start, so you know, I think this was a semi changed squad. At the very least, Montoya gets a hat trick. <laughs> the backup hooker who starts it in this one, good on him. Um, the RGs didn't do anything super spectacular in this game. They just outset piece the shit out of the Tongans, which is a way a pretty easy way to beat them usually. Right. So <laughs> that's just how it goes. Um, I don't. I love. I love Tamifuna just for his personality and the way he looks. But I don't know what more good he's going to continue to do the Tongans as a starter because he only makes it to like 50 minutes tops, mm-hmm. and he is gassed. I mean, if you can haul your fat ass around, great. But not really, not really in that case. Yeah, it's a little high level competition mm. for for to to have that lack right. of fitness. Right. Um, I thought Faiva looked pretty good in uh, in more last place. Uh, but and CLP Latal just did his best, his his captainly best as best he could, but only so much you can do. Um, you know, like I said, Argentina just outclassed them. There wasn't anything. There wasn't anything special in it. But they just they sh- they clearly showed that they had the talent to beat these guys, and they did. Um, Argentina put put the Tongans down twenty eight twelve, and they are still alive in their pool. Thankfully for them. And we went pretty quick through that one just to get to this one: Japan <laughs> and Ireland. Oh my goodness, what a day it was. And I can tell you that, you know, despite the fact that I did pick Ireland, I was very excited to watch this match and have it unfold as it did. It was a beautiful match to watch. So. And I was, I, yeah, I, I was yelling at my screen for most of the match for, for a lot of different reasons. Where are you going? Uh, a, lo- a lot of kick to the corner kick to the corner <laughs> why, why why are you kicking for poise kick to the corner um and i hey i worked so i can't really uh that was that <laughs> yeah I it mean, was if you, if you have if you can't tell I'm, I'm a little bit more aggressive when it comes to uh <laughs> well at times for, for a game like this when you're when you're uh a team like japan i, I was kind of hoping that they would be a little bit more aggressive again and that, that instead of kicking for for points especially mm-hmm. when when ireland scored some quick tries. Yep. Um, I was like, you gotta get back into the match, but but no, Japan knew what they were doing. They were they were gonna be calm and patient yeah. and and yeah, they weren't gonna lose their shit. Um, Tomorrow had a better game from the T, but not yeah. as he, still not his best. He missed the first, and I think that was his yeah. only miss. Yeah, but and it was a pretty bad miss if I remember right. Pretty sure he shaked yeah. the hell out of yep. it. Um, that was that reminded me of the the Mertens uh, commentary oh, right. about that. Yep. Yep. Good call. Um, Big performances from the Japanese front row. 
one through Huge. one through one through eighteen, really. Right. You know, just well done. Except for um, sixteen, because he never came up. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's right. I didn't even think about that. That's true. Freaking loose head Ingaki played. Uh, Ingaki played on the whole time. Uh, but no, no, no. Uh, Hori, it's the the hooker. Oh, the hooker. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. I forgot. Uh, like he, he, they were gonna try and bring him off, and he's like, nope. he's like, no, fuck you. He's I'm, like, I'm nope. staying for this. Um, good on him. Um, gotta give the Korean-born Kujiwon a lot of props. He was really, he was doing his best to, to just make every tackle and didn't gain a lot of meters. But you know, he only played 53 minutes. But shit, he At 47 points. He, he did played a lot. his ass off. Yeah, uh-huh. they, the, 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 and they, they, they went toe to toe with that Ireland scrum, mm. and it was yes. like taking a picture. Those scrums were not moving an inch. Nope, nope, very stalemated. Those were those were a pair of really good scrums, obviously. Um, yeah, and, and they weren't, it's not like they were outweighed by any means. Uh, I felt a little bit bad for Amanaki Mafi came off with a rib injury. I bet you that might be a broken rib. Yeah, oh, he, oh he's definitely, he, he's like pulling he was, at his side, like yeah, trying to pull it back into place. Bro- I think it's broken. Right. Which sucks. Um, well, hopefully you have a guy like Mike Leach on the bench. Yeah, that, that was, that was my note exactly. Was, uh, <laughs> oh, it kind of sucks me seeing Mafi leave in distress, but, but Leach will do all right. Yeah, Leach did well. Leach is a hell of a replacement to call on. Um, yeah, and I, I I will note note this a um, couple things on Ireland. One, I did think their attack was a little more creative. Um, certainly, you know, Jack Cardi did some things that Johnny Sexton hasn't been willing oh, to do. Right. Um, I thought Cardi was the better of the two fly halves that took this took place. Joey Carberry looks very rusty and mm-hmm. very much like I don't know if this leg's going to hold up type of thing. Yeah. Um, not his fault, really. No. It's tough. It really is tough to do this when you don't have a warm up game to get ready. Um, the ring rose try was actually really nice, though. The oh. the, the first kick that that J- Japanese defender um, I, caught napping. I think it was uh, no, I think it was the uh, was it Lamecki or was it Matsushima? Hold on, no, it wasn't. It was I think it was the thirteen. I think it was Lafaelli. Okay. Um, so he had to come over and cover because I think the wing got sucked in. So it was the outside center out there, Ugh. and and it just that's not. Never what he normally up. does. So, no. so he. I don't think he got caught napping as much as he was trying to backfill a position and and got turned around. So, he, so somebody else got caught napping, and he's yeah. the one that gets hung up to dry, which is worse. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought they. I thought there were guys that put in some pretty good shifts for Ireland. Um, Carney played his balls off. He was probably chomping at the bit after missing the first one. Mm-hmm. But again, the the two guys that I pinged uh, pointed out on Twitter, Thompson and Hori, just put in massive shifts you know thompson's not a young man no and he put his body on the right. line and him, him coming bit. off the field he's just like, like kill me now i every look if you've if you've played rugby you've had a match like that where you're just like i can't like why is the sideline getting further away <laughs> <laughs> i know i'm coming off but i i just can't make it it's like a, it's like a nightmare like oh no <laughs> Oh yeah, like you can see him kind of half jog and be like, "Nope, oh. can't do that." Uh, oh man, that's that's bad. I also want to point out um, who had a, a great day, especially off the bench, was uh, Fukuoka. Yeah. Um. With uh, what did he have? He had going back to my notes here. Um. Did Fuku? Did he score? Um. Yeah, he scored there. He scored the winner. The winner. And he had the ceiling interception. Oh yes, yes. So very good like, stuff. way to come off the bench and make a double impact that that Big that time. really seals the game. So, uh, Japan now in the driver's seat of Group A. One other, one other note on What'd the match forget? that that because it's a it's another tactical thing. You, if you can't tell what I <laughs> what I like to talk about too. Yeah, right. Japan fucked themselves twice 
on this stupid I, – I hate it. I, I like it in spots. When people pick their spots into it, it's great. But when they get that stupid, oh, I got tackled, I'm going to stand up and pick the ball up again. Yeah. They did it once where they – I think they knocked it on. And another time where they earned themselves a penalty because it was already a ruck. And, and the player got up and, and tried to play with it. And it's yeah, like, just, don't do that. Just take the tackle. You're working your phases. Everything's going well. You've been tackled. Let someone else have a turn with the ball. Yeah. Especially when it's in tight. Like if, if, you, if you like are tackled and you have to, to do that just to, to maintain possession, that's one thing. But when your support's there and the scrum half's there and you're ready to keep running, just, just, just let it go. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and just to kind of give the final... This is what this is what this is how tight it was. Fifty-one percent possession to Japan, fifty-two percent territory to Ireland. That's how tight this match was. So good on Japan for coming through in a tight one like that and taking control of their group, and well, well into a possibility of getting a knockout. Getting a knockout. Oh, game. I think I think they just won the 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 pool. It'll be between them and Scotland. Well, that's, that, it's, it could be a three horse race if, if Scotland beat them. Yeah, and if Ireland Ireland can't afford to shit the bed again, and I don't, no. I don't think we they have too much of a. Uh, uh, an issue there, but they're on the verge of Samoa and Russia. I don't think either of them. You never know, but but but, yeah, but I that's the Ireland are not in a good spot. They're going to be Japanese fans basically for for that Scottish game. Yep. Okay, and then I won't. We won't dwell on this one too much. This match too much. Uh, South Africa and Namibia just an out. Namibia have lost the worst in this in this exact picture. Pretty much World Cup game. Pool stage, playing South Africa. They got 80 points put on them uh, eight years ago, I think it was. And it was bad. It was really bad. I watched that match, and I was like, why am I watching this? <laughs> right. um, I almost did the same with this one, but I give the Namibians a little credit. They try. They, they were trying shit, but like, it's just clear. They don't have the class. They're not even close. They really aren't. Um, you know, Khaleesi comes in with 35 off the bench, for God's mm-hmm. sake. Yeah. Uh, your boy, Mac Mpimpi, comes through as, as well. I captained him this week, too. Yeah, that was a smart move. Um, Skulk Brits plays eight men and does fifty two <laughs> pretty good damage. Lou Diaga, good to see Lou Diaga. Let me yeah. let me just point that out. Good to see Lou Diaga back. He was he got hurt in the Super Rugby season and he definitely did something to his shoulder. They did the jersey pin sling thing when mm-hmm. when, he, when it happened to him. So I'm glad he's back. But um, yeah, this is a South African team that were probably a little angry mm. after losing to the All Blacks and um, Namibia were just the whipping boy. Unfortunately, uh, South Africa fifty seven, Namibia three. Um, more or less start your guys against Namibia if they're if they're yeah. one of the top end teams. That's basically what needs to come away from this one. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Sorry, Namibia. Um, Georgia and Uruguay. Georgia did everything that Fiji couldn't because here's the thing that Fiji is not great at, and they've been better in recent days. Um, they went toe to toe with Australia, and it and that was their set piece. But the mall, the driving lineup mall. Georgia knows how to do it very well. Um, their set piece, they know how to do well, and Uruguay had no idea how to deal with it. Yeah. They really didn't. This was nothing spectacular that they did. Again, it was uh, – I know that Uruguay got a red card, but that was almost at the end of the game anyway, so mm-hmm. that's almost irrelevant. Um, it was it was a hot, nasty day. Um, a lot of – you know, this is a water break day. Literally, it was a day they called for water breaks. Okay. It was one of those types of days. So um, the couple guys I want to point out are – Aparsidza, the young scrum half for Georgia, accurate with his kicks, lively around the ruck, really making problems for everybody around. So good on him, um, very very good stuff. And then the two wings were pretty pretty good as well. To uh, Todua and um, 
I'm going to try and not butcher this. Um, <laughs> and Zaladze, uh, very good stuff. Very good stuff from both of them. Uh, and their their man of the match, Jirogadze. If you're going to keep Mamuka Gagadze away from that eight man spot, you're doing something right. So uh, good on them. They did. You know, your way did have some good stuff. Villaseca, like I said, Arata played well, well again. So if you need a scrum half and you're in a pinch, I think you're aware on the buy this game week that we're in right now. But game week four, if you're, you know, if you're, if you, you have Ben Youngs or you have um, Gareth Davies, I think they're on buys next. Maybe reconsider um, what you have in, the, in terms of that and pick him up because this kid, this, this guy's playing pretty well. He's scored 30 plus each time. So there you go. Take that for what it's worth. And then. We had Game Week 3 start overnight. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. <laughs> it was like, uh, really? We were going to do this? Okay, we're going to do this. It was a good match, just the same, though. Uh, Wales, Wales, Australia. Phenomenal. I mean, phenomenal effort by Australia to come back. But uh, I give Wales all the credit in the world. They lost Dan Baker fairly early in this one, who looked like he was about to have himself a game the way he started. Mm-hmm. And Reese Patchell just said no problem just 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 gonna pick up what you left off yeah. here boss no big deal he didn't seem to he didn't seem to miss a beat uh, oh, man I, I have to say there's a and there there's good things about australia that need to be pointed out and there's some bad things um will Genia has had an intercept try and almost had another one mm. but uh not and i'm not saying that he got them he, you know, gave, he them. gave them yeah because he took too many steps away from the ruck and tried to defeat the pass and it, Gareth Davies read read both, got one, just just missed a second. I was like, ee, maybe don't do that anymore. Maybe. Um, just a thought. Um, our theory, specifically yours, that started with it at least, um, of Dane Haylett Petty being probably the better fullback comes true. He looked pretty damn good. I will say that. Mm-hmm. Karevi play, played his balls off, although they're, they we've talked about it. This this fend off penalty that he got against Hadley Parks or. Reese Patchell, whoever it was, bullshit, total bullshit. I didn't see it. Ben Ski needs to shut his friggin' face <laughs> and let it go because it was just a little fend off. Mm-hmm. Patchell was already coming in high. Right. I saw and, the image of it. I didn't yeah. see. The, I didn't see the. the and he, it was a just video. a little bump off. That's all it was. He yeah. didn't do anything. Yeah, it rode up a little bit. It happens, you know. But the guy was already high to begin with, so that's his own damn fault. <laughs> yeah. If he was, if he doesn't want to get bumped off like that, go for Karebi's legs. Karevi was a little miffed by it. I, I definitely understand stand why if he if he's feeling salty about it, he should be. That was a that was a terrible terrible penalty call. Um, was there a card associated with that, or was it just penalty? No, nah, it's penalty only. Oh well, then didn't it was it was still an annoying penalty to turn over because I think Wales got something from it either. Okay, they got three and then they turned around and got seven later on. Okay, shortly after that, so it was a it was a bit of a ouch um, in terms of momentum. Um, Marika Korobetti continues to not impress me. He has problems with not being able to kick. He is a great attacking weapon. Mm-hmm. He is not something I want back there fielding kicks. No, because no. he doesn't know how to deal with them. Um, <laughs> the Gray Wolf, Adam Ashley Cooper, gets over the line. Um, that was Bernard Foley's only good moment of the game. Yikes! I'm not gonna lie. Uh. Um, it's a good thing Eddie uh, Michael Checo almost always said that. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Wally Beachens. Um, and actually, they hate him more than right. Um, so that's definitely an insult. Um, it's a good thing Michael Checo brought Matt Tamua. Yes. I would probably be starting him because Lele Fano didn't cover himself in glory last no. game. And 
Bernard Foley still looks like poop. Because he's Bernard Foley. Yeah. So Matsumud should probably be your starting ten. I mean, they left another, so, they left another guy at home. Right. So okay. So yeah, that was my question to you because I, I hadn't seen it. So I had I had Shoot. one question, and now that I, I look at the lineups and, and really get into it, mm-hmm. I have a second question. First question: How much would it have a difference? Now let's look at their their locks. I mean, uh, Rada did all right. Arnold got thirty, but how much of a difference would a certain lock who was maybe not living in Australia currently? <laughs> Uh, but would make I feel would make a, an impact on the game. How how how, how much of an impact would? Uh, yeah, Big Willie Skelton is would the Big Willie style. <laughs> he would definitely be a big help to this. I mean, Rana played seemed to try and make himself a menace, but he's not doing anything special. Mm-hmm. Um, Rory Arnold's going to win lineups. That's what he does. But I think Will Skelton would be another another dimension to that second row. And, you know, if you wanted to bump Isaac Rada to six, you could. Right. I wouldn't move David Pocock and, D- and Michael Hooper right away, that's for sure. No, but Pocock has experience at eight. Yeah. <laughs> Significant so they, experience so at they eight. So bump, they could bump Nicerani out of there if they right. did. Hooper's pr- playing his balls off. He doing, is, as er, Doing everything he can to get this team over the line. So, so that leads to my second credit. question. Shoot. Which is, because um, neither of us are terribly, well, we, we're definitely not fans of Bernard Foley. Nope. <laughs> um I am not the biggest Will Genya fan. I don't know about you. I have my goods and bads about him, but uh, I think Nick White's probably the better option right now. Pardon me. So, so I guess that that's where my question goes. Is, is so we, we you know Skelton would have made a difference, mm-hmm. but but how much of a difference would have been made with with uh, Nick if if they had started Nick White and and Tamua rather than the you know uh, Tamua definitely. I think you could get away with one or the other um, if. I don't think you can start Bernard Foley either way. Right, doesn't matter who's playing nine. I, but, right. I don't think that would work either way. Um, Which is odd because that really that, you're playing Wales. Why wouldn't you go? Mm-hmm. I mean, is there a do, do these international coaches have blind spots at times? You 100%. think like they have soft spots for certain people? Yeah, and they're just that's my boy, and I'm backing them, and da da da, and you know, whatever it feels like. They feel like they owe him somehow, and right. they just and I can get that to a certain point. You know, it's it's a soft skill, but yeah, I don't know. Beats the shit out of me. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Either way, um, Australia fall to Wales, and it was a it was a damn good match. They made a hell of a comeback attempt, but it was just too little, too late. Twenty nine, twenty five. Wales in the Wales final take control of that group. And then the one this morning that was not particularly entertaining, but certainly did some did some good for the Scots. They got a, they got four tries. Um, Sean Maitland got over the line. Yeah, uh, that was a beautiful beautiful try. kick. Beautiful kick. Stuart Hogg with a massive drop goal from oh almost halfway nice. on the angle too. I was like, damn, that's a hit. That'll be good to know that you have that in the in the locker some right. point. <laughs> so it was a hell of a hit. Um, Finn Russell did very well for himself, just making making plays. He really was. Mm-hmm. Um, James Ritchie, at least I, I only got to see the the first half, but mm-hmm. but he was so you know obviously we at Fantasy Rugby X are sad about the Hamish Watson. Not right, being out, but the mesh, but James Ritchie and having James Ritchie and having Blade Thompson, yeah, in reserve, uh, you, they still have some mobility back there. Yeah, so it's absolutely. not the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and Johnny Gray put in an excellent tackling beast, tackling beast, man of the match, um, big time. Uh, the the Samoans got eventually got a red card. Ed Fido got two yellow cards. Mm. Gave up two penalty tries. The Ooh. second one was probably not a penalty try, but it was definitely a yellow. Um, the first one was clearly a penalty try, <laughs> so uh, not helping his team anywhere whatsoever in there. Um, the Samoans didn't 
did their best with no ball, but man, there's only so much you can do without it. Um, they, every time they try and break, they'd find a way to fuck it and fucking cock it up. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, hang on to the damn ball guys. Like don't, don't kick it away. Just eat the ball. Right. Um, so yeah, the definitely out again, another one out class. We saw some Lago V Mulapula bum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's, there was significant had his, had bum his, this weekend. Had actually. His shorts I, pulled down. Yeah. I, 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 Oh, that's right. Yeah. I saw it in that game. I saw, Oh, there was, there's some other, there was bum. There's, yeah. there's been significant there's been bum, bum. <laughs> which is great. Tie those shorts, kids. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck, is it, is it would it kill you to wear some like spandex yeah, or right. some Under Armour under that? Yeah. Like, get, get, your, get yourself some compression shorts under that too, big guys. Yikes! 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 Oh man. Um, I will let you prepare your notes while I go through some. Some score, some top scores by position for the week. Not this is not overall. This is just this week, um, in week two. So game week two. So we the two games we just did were game week three. Um, game week two, uh, center Ed Fido leads the way. Obviously, very contrasting compared compared to a red card slash two yellows. Um, Talisa Vianu the full led the fullbacks for Tonga with thirty four. George Ford. Psh, Basically against no defense <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, for England, fifty-four right. at fly As half. As expected, um, uh, Stain from the from the Italian squad with forty-nine, big time, big time score. Um, Scott Brits leads the hookers technically, even though <laughs> he played eight this week, but he did slot yeah. in at hooker eventually. <laughs> but um, yeah, not did start at eight, but yeah, he led them. If you want to go by actual hookers, and Benomini was the other one next down, so. Uh, Kazuki Himeno, yes, I said it right. Um, <laughs> leads the leads the number eights with thirty one from Japan. Ellis Genj, Durr leads mm. the props seventy one seventy two. Excuse me. Well, yeah. Um, was... Nico Matuwalo, uh puts puts a couple tries over and gets forty five against Uruguay. Uh, Lou Diaga leads the locks fifty three. Big big week for them. Um, and Alapate Leiwa was sixty four. Mm. <laughs> and the, but then uh, two South African wingers, Mac and Mac or a Kalant right, right behind him as well. Okay, so we're leading off this week with, thankfully we have a day day between, so everybody can kind of rejig the lineup after the first two that just happened. Uh, Fr- France and the U.S. Um, I went basically by, I tried to make it the most relevant possible. I'm looking at guys that have scored a lot and or are on pace for scoring a lot on average, and guys that are owned, and then just kind of give, give my best advice from there. Um, so Camille Lopez, start. Louis Piccamol, yes. Uh, Louis Piccamol should be an automatic starter if he's in the lineup. Um, Ituria, yes. Machineau, yes. He'll be starting at scrum half for France. Huge, Guiton, uh, Boca, all of them should start. Those are the ba- those are the back three, I believe, for, for them this weekend. I could be wrong. Uh, no, Rocco's one of them. Um, why do I have Boca on there? Oh, wait, duh. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when I, when I try and do the same notes on the same page as the ones I had before. Um, sorry, wrong one. <laughs> Um, actually, yeah, I didn't put Voca in there because he's not owned. He's not. He's not selected. So yeah. screw that. Um, the two, the two, the two starting locks for France. I would sit. That's actually the one problem that um, England didn't really seem to have anything purchased whatsoever in there. So sit them. Um, the U.S. AJ McGinty. If he's your starting fly, if he's your fly half, yeah, he only he got twenty eight last time, so it, it wasn't bad. Despite only having to make being able to make one kick. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good for him. Uh, Savetta and Savetta is a yes and a cautious thumbs up for Bryce Campbell. I'm thinking he's going to play a little bit better at having to start this time instead of, instead of the instead of coming off the bench. So that's what I'm thinking with that. Um, 
the for the guys that are owned and or scored okay for the U.S. Uh, TT sit, Blaine Scully sit, Sean Davies sit. I mean, if you're starting a U.S. player, um, I good luck. <laughs> I mean, tough Eddie, you know that that's that's to me that's the only player worth um, looking into, just because again it's the hooker. Like he, he, less he than one percent owned. Right, and so. but he he could go off at any second, but mm. at the same time. Yeah, you're. Just, I, I I would hesitate to, to use him if, if you ha- unless you absolutely have to. Right. Um. And, and if you're like stuck, if you've filled up your other your, your squad with, uh, you know the the, the big you know tier one yep. country players, right. and, and you're you're kind of screwed for a hooker this week. Yeah, go with go with tough Eddie. I think he's actually, uh, yeah, he's he's gonna be he's my reserve hooker. But I mean, um, that's only because uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't really want to make another ad drop. Um and uh hori isn't playing this game week so nope that's that pretty much narrows it down yeah right you're up i am up with i have uh new zealand canada this should be a fairly straightforward exercise right <laughs> and this is again simple if you're you're starting a canadian if you're thinking about starting a canadian don't <laughs> just just don't um so so here's where i'm i'm getting into now you have to start thinking about the strategy behind this because you're, you're we're kind of running short on runway as far as uh, uh, the the pool play. So a mm-hmm. lot of these second tier countries, the, the the players that certainly are not going to make it out of pool play, you you're you're going to want to start moving away from them. So like I said, I have Talfetti. Uh, I might keep him around for another week or two, um, but it's kind of it's done. You, you only have the one switch a week mm-hmm. or one drop so you have to really be careful about who you pick up who you're going to have to drop because right. you pick somebody up and, and if they don't go off what if that's that could be 20 points you're giving up because you have to cut someone or yep. cut Later him on, along yeah. with someone Absolutely. else so now it's the time to get a little bit more you know uh, strategic about who you're adding to your team indeed so my my suggestions are going to come with 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 that caveat Fair for enough. New Zealand um, just based on on what uh, Canada has been giving up, they've been giving up a, a shit ton of points to the thirteen in the back three. So in this case, uh, Jack Goodhue, and he's someone you'd probably want to keep around. I, I mean, yeah, he could uh, easily start in right. one of those big games, and so so he might be someone you want on your team. I said I, I as I said I picked up Bridge just in case he was going to be mm-hmm. one of the wings that was starting. He's not. Um, it's uh, Yoani and, and just the same though. right and Jordy Barrett and Bowden Barrett are, are back are the back three. Three brothers starting right. Uh, yeah, and Scott's playing up front. Yep. Um, and I'm, I'm the other the other lock is uh, tu, Tuipolo Two. Tu, yep. uh, yeah. Tuipolo Two. Yeah. Yep. Patrick Tuipolo Two, the Blues uh, lock. I would not suggest that. The, the, Probably this, not. Even no. though he could have a good game, but again, that's another one who it's you're a one off. He's a one off. So yep. so so don't bother with that. Um, you know, you, you might want Matt Todd, Kieran Reed, uh, could have a good day. Um. Richie Mwanga. So, you know, the, the, the bigger names that are going to be playing. Mm-hmm. You, now, you, again, you want the players who are going to keep playing, even if you think the guy might go off one week. Right. So those are those yeah. are my start. Yeah. I, I really would focus on, on good on Hugh. If it really yeah. is, is my big one. Yep. Um, and Yawani. And maybe not Jordy Barrett, because I don't know what he's going to be doing later. Yeah. It's um, kind of a mystery. It depends on injuries and stuff right. like that. Um, Fiji and Georgia. Um, Fiji's are... are Kind of automatic almost at this point. Obviously, we don't know the lineup, lineup right now, but Nakarawa is an auto start. Yado's an auto start. Um, Red Rider is probably an auto start for me. Uh, 
Moses Voka, there he is. Um, <laughs> start him. I knew I had him in there somewhere. Uh, Nico Matawalu, if he's their scrum half, yep, go ahead. And Tui Silva, go ahead. Uh, the sits are going to be their two props, or at least the big props that you're probably either owned or are scoring. It's amazing that some of these guys are selected but not um, scoring very well. Campisi Mafu has not scored shit. Sit him. Um, Maui has has a lot has scored well, but I wouldn't play him in this game. Georgia props are probably going to cause them havoc, um, especially at scrum time. Ratinawala and Rituva, the two two of the locks, pine them, don't don't touch them. Um, for Georgia, Brigavadza, the hooker. There's two hookers, um, Brigavadza and Mamuka Shavili, play them. Um, Aprasidza, which was the um, scrum half that I mentioned earlier. Um, if you're in desperate need of a scrum half this week, uh, you could do worse with him. He, he looked pretty lively, and um, Fijians give up plenty to ha- scrum halves. So go ahead with that one. Um, uh, Labahidza is the, is he, I believe he's the 10. Um, that's fine. And then, um, no, that's not true. He is the, he's, he's, one, of the, he's one of the wings. Uh, I would sit there 10, though. Um, I'm calling. I'm just gonna call him Teto because I'm not. I'm not gonna butcher the shit out of that <laughs> name because that's a bad one. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> to you, Ireland, Russia. Um, I'm gonna start with Russia because there's really only one player that I would consider here, and that's uh, Morozov, the hooker. Uh, I'm sorry, prop. Prop. Ireland. Sell Ireland. Sell shark, sharks. Prop. Ireland are giving up a lot of points to props this tournament. Yeah. And Morozov is scoring points. So there you go. There you go. <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't recommend again. If you don't have him on your squad, I, I, I would not recommend picking him up for this. Yeah. But this is if you have him. Right. If you have him, uh, go for it. Yep. Um, as far as Ireland. Probably a Sales Sharks fan or something like that. Right. That's what it comes down to. As far as Ireland are concerned, they're, they're probably only going to start. They, they, they can't afford to take Russia lightly. Um, they can't afford no. to have they're a slip up now. Because if, if they, they slip and, and Russia decides that, that this is going to be their, their game of the tournament as mm-hmm. opposed to, to the game against Japan. Um, that Ireland can't afford it because that then they're out. Agreed. Completely. So um, I, I'm thinking Ian Henderson is going to make the, make the start. So I would go with him. Probably a flanker, but yeah, that's and, even better. And then uh, Stockdale. It's cause, <sighs> He's going to carve them up because they're going to they're going to need the, the the wings have been carving up Russia, mm-hmm. and um, again they're going to have to start one of them. So so I w- I'm thinking it'll be Stockdale. Yep. Um, with his speed, and uh, I, th- I think he'll do well. Nice. Yep. Good. Good shots. Um, South Africa, Italy. So this is probably going to be one of those games that South Africa doesn't take lightly. Um, they need to win every game from here out to make the knockout stage for sure. Uh, so I would start. I would start Kobus or Herschel if they start this game. Do not start Faf. No. Done. Um, Eben Etzebeth, Malcolm March for the forwards definitively. Peter Steph Tutoy definitively. Um, Colbe should be an automatic start. Andre Pollard, if he's if he's your ten, he should be an automatic start. Um, for the sits, uh, surprisingly, Italy haven't. I mean, I know Italy have played some pretty weak ass competition, but they've really kept the props under under wraps. Uh, and these are two guys that don't score a ton necessarily. Kitsoff and Matoarera, they're very highly owned, but don't don't play them. Um, like I said, Fafta Clark, no. Willie Larue, mm-mm. nope. Mm-hmm. Very highly owned, but just not producing. And, no. and uh, Italians actually doing okay against the back three. Italia, uh, Tom, Tom, if Tommy Allen's your fly half, you're playing him. Yep. So play him. Uh, Abraham Stain, Jake Pledry should be automatics if you have him. Play him. Uh, Tommaso Benvenuti, uh, the winger, play him. And then any of these guys that you have, just find a place to, find a place on the bench for him. 
Um, Tito Tabaldi, Andre Lavati, uh, Landra. If Geraldini plays, I don't know if Geraldini's ready to play yet. Um, he's still kind of nursing that knee a little bit. Um, I guess a knee. Either way, you're sitting him and you're sitting Parise. England versus Argentina. Um, the, the, you have your points machines for England. The the, the Saracens connection with Jamie George and Mauro Toji mm-hmm. uh, should should feature highly. Um, Argentina are extremely vulnerable in the centers. They've they've given up points through the centers. Just um, too bad because Matias Orlando, I love. So yeah. it's like what? Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm looking at Tuolagi here um, oh, to make an impact. Yeah, um, that's that, a good shout. That, that's that's who uh, I yeah, see yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, for Argentina, um, there's three players who, uh, if if you have if you know if you're full up on on Argentinians, mm-hmm. you probably have these three players, and that's Montoya, Matera, and Petty. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think those should all be on your rosters, or you know, at, at least two of them should be on your rosters. I have I have Matera and Petty. Right. Um, I'm not playing Matera. I think I put him as a reserve because yeah, just yeah, in case, just in case he goes off, but you never know. Um, but but Petty is is the one that I'm starting for sure. Okay. Good job. Yeah, I like I like him. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just don't. I, I'm just not certain how how el- like what the other players are going to be mm-hmm. bringing from Argentina in in a match like this, and and how. You know, I mean, they have to win this, right? They desperately have to win this. So they'll, I, be, they'll be going for noise. Well, they sure. will, but the, how, how? I'm not sure how that's going to work out, and no, how that'll I, work into fantasy points. So I, I think, agree with that. yeah. So I think those three, um, Petty especially, I think he'll get mm-hmm. chances at the lineout um, and around the park. So, um, yep, agreed. Okay, so Australia, Uruguay. This is week four. All right. Um, Ben and I will, I'll, I'll probably either tweet out something or, um, I will, uh, publish a quick one with, um, our week four start and sits of the week, our starts of the six sits of the week are going to be for what's left of game week three that we say here. So calm your hormones. Okay. (laughs) Um, so week four, Australia, Uruguay, um, you're going to play, you're going to play Matt Tamua if he plays for sure. Nick White should play, you should play if he plays. Um, if Kepu is one of your props, go ahead. If you, for some reason, have um, Jordan Ulysses, um, that's how you pronounce his name. <laughs> Sorry, he's just not that prominent. Um, if you, for some reason, have him, they're probably going to play him in this game, and I bet you, and hookers do well for Australia in general. So go ahead. Um, if you have him, you're obviously a huge fan of his if you have him, but yeah, go ahead. Be, be cute. It'll help. It'll pay off. Um, I'm really hesitant to play either fully or lately upon mm, neither mm. one of them has done well Mm-mm. um and, I, and i'm not trying to shit on them but like they just haven't shown me this it. is business this isn't yeah. <laughs> this is where you put your fan hat away yeah. and you do business. yeah you, you, you use your brain um for the uruguayans there's only two guys i would go with uh villaseca and arata that's it mm-hmm. no anybody else if you have them in your team chuck them yeah don't bother um japan versus samoa um i am all in on hori matsushima and himeno yeah, as you should be. As you <laughs> so, should be. Um, all three should be on your rosters. Um, none of them can afford to take a match off at this point. They're they're playing. They're going to ride until a, they they, they fall apart because they, they they don't have any other choice. Yeah. Um. So so those 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 guys should be playing. Um, and and should be at least on your uh, your reserves if not starters. Mm-hmm. For Samoa, um, I think Nani Williams will get free and Vui should, should get some space. 
But again, I'm not sure I'm going to waste an, a, 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 a spot on my roster for guys that I know I'm going to have to drop. So mm-hmm. I think those two will have good games, but I'm not sure that it's worth picking them up for, for, for this match if you don't have them. If you have them, then okay. strongly consider Fair it. enough, yeah. Yeah, no, fair, fair enough point. Um, so I have, so on the back end of this this weekend here, New Zealand and Namibia, short turnaround for the, for the boys in black. Um, the big names that I would definitely consider for this weekend, and they'll be guys that you see on rosters this to both this midweek game and this weekend probably. Uh, Yoani, Cody Taylor, Ben Smith, George Bridge, Sebu Reese, Sam Kane. If Sam Kane's ready to rock, um, go go for it. Um, if you're in a real nasty pinch and you need an all-black 10, Josh Yoani's probably going to play 10 in this game. He's, he's performed well when he's been given the ball, so go for it. Um, Namibia. Conradi's the only one that I would consider after that. <laughs> Pine them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then I have, uh, where am I? France Tonga. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is probably going to be the game to clinch the quarterfinals for France, assuming England beats Argentina. Right. So France is going to rock up just to, to, uh, to, to make sure they, yeah, they get it done. Yeah, like, all right, let's get this job done now. Um, and based on that matchup, I, I think uh, I would go with Fiku. He'll be featured, yes. and as is Intimac. So, so that that ten twelve combination there. I'm loving this um, kid. Is is really gonna gonna be uh, where where you want to um, focus your 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 uh, rosters there? Yeah. And then uh, for Tonga, Sam Luisi or Fifita. But again, is there value there for for long term? I, I don't think so. And at week four, it's probably not worth it, right. unless you already have them. Right. That's the only thing. Like we said before, they might be worth keeping for right. a week, but. Be, be ready to, yeah. to drop them at a moment's notice. I do have a f- spare France spot, so if I can wriggle somebody away come game week four, I, I think, think Intimax is going to be my uh, yeah. my grab. My, my grab that week. See what happens. Okay. So, start of the week for me. It's pretty. It's a pretty easy one. I didn't get cute with this. Um, he's going to play fullback for the All Blacks, Bowden Barrett, against uh, a very weak... Even if he plays a half. Yeah. Even if he plays a half. <laughs> I I will I would be willing to bet he's going to put up 35 40 points easily and that's without kicking. Okay. So that's I I he's going to have a big week. Unfortunately, sorry Canada, you didn't look good <laughs> against Italy. Right. This is the All Blacks yeah. now. Just saying, okay? <laughs> and he's fastest player on the field by far. Maybe Severus can keep up, but that's it. <laughs> My start of the week. Um so I I mentioned I had Bridgie as a note cuz I he, the, the lineup wasn't out yet. Yeah. Um so I'd I'd still have um, and he wasn't my start of the week. He was just on my, you know, I was going <laughs> to say Bridgie <laughs> and Colbe were, were guys that, that should probably be starting for you now and not bridge, but, but one of the other uh, back threes. So like maybe a Barrett, mm-hmm. um, but my start of the week is going to be, Oh, Maro Itoji. Yeah. That's a and, good show. And the, the reason I'm saying that is that Argentina haven't handled attacking locks particularly well. And Fair so point. they, They've they've gone off for for runs and and um and and line breaks, and Morrow has been very much focusing on trying to be more of an attacking lock. We all know what he does in in the lineout mm-hmm. and and in the on on defense. So you know he's going to get you points. But I think he's going to feature heavily in this match, and I think he's one. Uh, he's going to be my captain this week. Yeah, yeah, that's a good shout. Um, so my my sit of the week uh, actually comes from that game. It's a and I know England haven't necessarily faced the stiffest competition, um, but they just their back three 
defense is going to be very good and be, because of the way they attack the that back three with the kicks and with looking to kick in behind and if you can't handle your shit very well then you're going to you're going to get found out and Emiliano Buffelli is my is my set of the week he's very highly selected in terms of you know I was looking for somebody above 10% he's still percent selected right. in, in in TRM so don't pick him don't pick him from this match put him on your bench make sure he stays there um, I think he's just going to have a nightmare back there. I think I think Barrel slash Ford, whoever the fuck it is, mm-hmm. is going to pull him left and right and going to make his life miserable. I'm going to give you a, a sit of the week that's going to make you poop. And uh, let me get let me get a change of pants real quick. <laughs> um, so uh, again, uh, Pablo Matera reserve at best. Mm-hmm. Somebody who I, I, I would, I'd be looking to to pull out of your starting lineup just in case. Mm-hmm. But my sit of the week is going to be a surprising one. It'll be Rory Best. And yeah, it's not too bad of a call. I will say that Russia is not giving up points to hookers. It's amazing, and and because I think their lineout defense is pretty good. And Bestie has been kind of shit outside of scoring that try. Yeah, his no, lineout throws he's, aren't. He's had, he's had a tough time. Yeah, and, and that's been noted. Um, I, I just think that this is a, a bad matchup for him, and who knows how long he's going to play in the game anyway. Yeah. Uh, so if if you got Rory Best. Um, don't you know this isn't a again this is just business nothing yeah, personal I love Rory but we love, we love um, Rusty he's my sit of the week yep not a bad shout um, yeah I mean when Cronin came into that game I was like your lineup's already not going great and you brought Sean Cronin in mm-hmm. how fucked are you <laughs> very that's 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 the answer kids very all right um, let's get into this so pick them now, as much as I'd like to say that the, this will be a different result for us this week, uh, France, U.S., heart says U.S., brain says France. I think it's going to be a different result in that France are going to win by a lot more. <laughs> I don't, uh, depend, depends on which French team shows up. It depends on what, what the U.S. does. And... I, I have a feeling Gary Gold put a rocket up their ass to I at least so. play a little bit better. Um, Kiwis in Canada, yeah. all blacks. Yeah. Not really a question there. Georgia, Fiji. Here we go. This will be a little bit different, at least. I I got Georgia. Okay. I I think with again, what you just talked about not too long ago about Georgia using their their set piece to dominate. Uh, was that right? Did yep. I, I get that right? Yeah. Um. That that that's what they that's what Ireland did to to Fiji. They just said we're gonna scrum you and and maul you to death. Was that was that Ireland? That was Australia. It was Australia. Yeah, and they did. Sorry, and they, and did. they did. And they did. And they did. Um, that that's what uh, that's what Georgia's going to do to him. Uh, I will back the angry flying Fijians uh, to come back in this game, and it'll be the revenge of uh, Ben Bolabola for not having started that last game. Ireland, Russia, Ireland. Yeah, it'll be, even if they do it in their typical way, they can do it better than Russia. I promise you. Uh, yeah, because Russia. Well, see that Russia is the typical, the, the exact kind of team that's going to get sucked <laughs> into that kind of play. So. Uh, yeah, I, I, whoops. Yeah, they're gonna <laughs> don't play Ireland's game. You will not beat nobody is better at that Ireland's form of rugby than Ireland. Than them. Yeah. So don't do it. Yep. Uh, the box and Azuri. This is gonna be a a, a serious match. It'll be a good game. Um, uh, South Africa's gonna win. Yeah, I but, don't. But I th- I think uh, I yeah, think I Italy's gonna that. gonna put up make put a little bit more of a scare in them than than people. I, th- would think. I think they'll at least challenge them for half or so. Yeah. Uh, the RG's in the English. The English. Yeah. Again, the roses. They're they're so up. so the the England is kind of like the anti-Ireland in that they can play any style they have to, 
to win a game. Yeah. And so it may be a it might be a, a struggle that first half as as they feel yeah. each other out, but England's going to probe and find find where where Argentina's weak and exploit it in the second half. Yeah, a strong scrummaging front row is kind of probably do Argentina in on this mm-hmm. one. Uh, to game week four, Australia and Uruguay. I don't think there's a question in that no, one, I honestly. Think, I think Australia, I mean, sorry, Uruguay is going to be out in the piss the rest of this <laughs> tournament. And Let's give have some fun, boys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Playing with house money. Yeah, right. Um, Japan, Samoa. Uh, I'll back the... The brave blossoms. Yeah, you got it at this point. Yeah, they're 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 riding high. Hopefully, Samoa doesn't catch. So here too, is an interesting too much. Interesting uh, comment on the uh, from the last from the 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 other rugby pod. You know mm-hmm. the, the other the amateurs that they <laughs> and uh, um, no team the the no team has ever lost a match in pool play and won the World, World Cup. Cup. Yeah. So, and I was just thinking about that because I'm like Japan's going to run there. They could run that entire. They could run the group. Right. Yeah, and, easily. And, and come out smelling like a, yeah. a rose. Yeah, good for them. Um, All Blacks again against Namibia. Yeah. <laughs> again, it's not going to be a challenge, unfortunately. Sorry, Namibia. <laughs> if they beat the box and the box hammered you <laughs> by transit of properties, yeah. grab your ankles and breathe deep. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> You're going to feel a pinch. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, that just happened, <laughs> and there we go. Um, fuck. Uh, France, Tonga, France. Let's try and keep our uh, wheel, the wheels on for just a little bit longer, even if we gotta keep them on with duct tape. Let's just do it. <laughs> yeah, I picked the French too. Holy shit! <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny, but it is. I'm sorry. I'm just terrible. Oh man. Um. Oh, man. Okay. So, everybody, please subscribe to iTunes. That's how, that's how you get, get the update the fastest. You won't have to wait for my fat ass to post it on Twitter. If you want to follow me on Twitter, shame on you. Kidding. Um, <laughs> I am Dyke 8 man D-Y-K-E, number 8, M-A-N. When was the last time you played 8-Man, by the way? Uh, Like three years after I got to Boston. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I played for a little while. And then, yeah. you know, I had 20 pounds and that was the end. <laughs> really, that was like, that was it. I was like, oh, that's that, that's the end of my 8-Man career. Uh, I shouldn't it? talk. I have never been an admirable snack bar. So. Well, that's, uh, you're, you're admirable. <laughs> True. And I do like my snack bars. <laughs> snack bar. Um, yeah. Ben is admirable snack bar. Snack bar f- spelled very funny. <laughs> um. Yeah, basically missing like half your freaking vowels in just your two. Twitter name. Yeah, just, okay, just, two. A, just a few. Okay. Yeah, first couple vowels are missing for that. That's all right. But so, yeah, that's how you find Ben. FancyRugbyPodcast at gmail.com. That's a, that's how you can get a hold of us to, um, for the pod if you have a question that you think you want us to talk about on here. But, uh, I think it got cut off at the beginning. But seriously, if you like, because we're not rearranging our lives for mm-hmm. for the, the, the game weeks that Fantasy Rugby Mag has... Right. If you have questions leading into a game week that that we haven't we won't answer before the game, the- shoot, shoot them at us, man. Yeah, big time. Um, yeah, definitely do that. Um, we will we'll talk about prem next week. Um, we're gonna be doing two both leagues, so get get your uh, get your fingers ready to start cl- start clicking when we send that, that stuff out. Um, yeah, if you want to be the first in on our FRD league, please uh, email the podcast and we'll make sure that you end up on it. Um, other than that, um, oh yeah, and then there might be a. A small hint of 
MLR fantasy coming. Well, well and we well, could we could we could have a little we 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 mm-hmm. might we might have an exclusive with that. Well, I don't know. Maybe we'll maybe see. only maybe it's we'll see. A little teaser so, out there could be could be fun. Um, and other than that, um, yeah. And our live are the live uh... yeah live the the live uh, the live pod that'll be coming in a couple weeks. Uh, keep your eyes peeled for notifications about that. Uh, we'll do it on YouTube. We'll do it on Twitter. It'll be a, it'll be a blast. But other than that, um, have yourself a good good week. Good luck on your teams and rearranging all the shit that's going on right now. Other than that, um, everybody have a good day. Everyone. Don't forget to wrap your arms and tackle. Yes, please. Have a good one, all. Cheers. Bye. guys it's jared again yeah i know you're sick of me already relax just want to give you guys a little bit of advice we didn't get to the email for those of us for those of you that saw the inbox um email from rugby mag team there's they've kept the england fixture in game week three even though it's in between two fixtures that are in game week four so the england argentina game is part of game week three even though it starts after game week four starts so Best advice for that is England are probably going full noise. Well, maybe you have already found out the lineup by the time you listen to this. Um, I would, if you have an inkling about an, an England player, start him. Okay, don't don't hesitate. Don't don't let the window shut on you before before it's too late because uh, they're closing the window and or the starting the the lineups locking at the end of um, the South Africa Italy game, I believe. So. Don't uh, don't hesitate. If you have an inkling to play an England player and they're in the lineup, do it. Uh, there's a few players that you can probably uh, start over the England guys, but I would definitely put a lot of the England guys ahead of many of the names that you'll be considering, especially considering that there's a few teams that have changed squads. So that's that's my advice. Uh, I'm sure Ben would agree. If not, he'll I'm sure he'll chime in uh, on Twitter. So follow follow us on Twitter at fantasyrugbypodcast at gmail.com if you want to. Get a question in for the next pod. Thanks a lot.